You know they want staring point, you know we straight to the point Boy Chris with assist, fast breaks like a joint splitting half Boy J with the J, we throwing heat, no gas, that's a touchdown pass You know just how we coming, so it's nothing left to say Now they hardly can guard me like Dirk fade away You know just how we coming, so it's nothing left to say Yeah, you know just how we coming, so it's nothing left to say They want staring point, you know we straight to the point They want staring point, you know we straight to the point They want staring point, you know we straight to the point They want staring point, you know we straight to the straight to the Emi76 bringing us into episode number 72 and straight to the point. My name is Chris here with my guy J-Dub. What's going on? Yo, we got so much to talk about. NBA Finals is over. You know, Milwaukee did what we thought Milwaukee was going to do, and that's make us look stupid. Um, the new COVID rules have been announced in the NFL. Either you play or you want to take that L. And we're going to talk about Coach Deion Sanders and his press conference. But let's get started with... The NBA Finals wrapping up in six games. Milwaukee takes down Phoenix. Uh, Chris Paul still chasing that ring. Giannis gets his first ring, and his resume at 26 looks very impressive. Jared, talk to me about what you saw throughout the finals and, and how Milwaukee was able to get it done. Um, man, it, they, they, really, they, they did what we thought they couldn't do, Chris. Milwaukee played very great basketball. Giannis came in was looking a little rusty from the injury. Then all of a sudden he just took over. The Suns were up 2 nothing at the start of this finals and then just could not get a game to save their lives. Giannis played out of his mind. Um, I think he's now cementing himself as one of the best power forwards, or you could just, at this day and age, you just say digs in the league. Put up a 50-point performance in five blocks. With, again, 12, 13 rebounds. It was huge numbers for him. Chris Middleton played great. Drew Holiday, who shot poorly. But did his job defensively, almost had a triple-double throughout the game. It was just they did what they had to do, and they stepped up at home to win it. And that's what we said had to get done if the Bucs really wanted to win the finals. They would have to win game five and then win game six. And they did exactly that. Giannis basically came out saying he wasn't with the super team thing. He wanted to win with the team that they were going to build around him, with the team that he got drafted by, and he, he did exactly that. I believe, Chris, I heard me if I'm wrong, this is the first time the Milwaukee Bucks has won a championship in 50 years. Like it, It's crazy how they were able to turn this full circle. Supposedly, they accommodated the whole outside of the stadium for 65,000 fans to be in attendance that weren't in the game, that couldn't be in the stadium. Like It was huge. Great thing to see. The parade I saw was looking lit. Brandon Jennings was there. PJ Tucker was drinking the champagne. It looked fun. And, man, it, congratulations to them. They deserved it. It's nice to see teams that's not LeBron James and whoever his cast of crew are, the Warriors or Kevin Durant, or a lot of these like super team guys make the finals for a minute. It was, it was, it was a nice, refreshing pace. Okay, first of all, time to hate. This should have been the Sixers ring, all right? <laughs> I thought we were talking about the finals. This should have been the Sixers parade. I should be on Broad Street somewhere drunk out of my mind. I but should no. be on Broad Street right But now. no. <laughs> Somebody passed up the last shot in game seven. But anyway, this Milwaukee team, you know, it took a turn when Giannis took the game over and he stopped doing what, you know, a lot of people said he should do, which was take jump shots. Giannis didn't take that many jump shots. Giannis attacked the rim and the, the few jump shots he did take, he made them count. Turnaround, you know, turnaround jumpers from out the post. His post game has gotten so much better and he looks, he looks smoother. He looks more comfortable. He knocked down those free throws. And the whole thing started to change when he started making, making those opportunities count at the free throw line. 
Oh, man, now, yeah. if you look in the other side, Chris Paul, man, I think this might be it. You think? Now, I think this might be it. Now, he has a $44 million option uh, with Phoenix for next year that they're saying he made the con in hopes to get another contract two or three years down the line. Now, he's 37, or right, 37? He'll be, he'll be 37 going into the next season. Yeah. He'll be 37 going into the next season. A three-year contract, he'll be 40 at the end of this contract. So I think this is it for him. Now, if the Lakers are supposed looking for a veteran point guard to make a run, maybe this is LeBron's last chance for a ring. Maybe he brings his friends in. You know, maybe he has Chris Paul. Maybe he has Melo. Maybe he likes to – maybe he wants to get his guys a ring before he – maybe he called Dwayne Wade. Yo, you don't need to be on TNT. Come on. Come on, ride the bench. Like, you know, maybe. You know, maybe he gets the band back together and tries to get his friends one more shot at a ring. Now, I would – I would. part of me would like to see it, just for those guys. But you look at the Phoenix team around him. Booker's 23. Aiton's 22. You know, these guys are young. Campa- uh, campaign showed up in the playoffs. Cam Johnson had the dunk of the playoffs. Oh, absolutely. You know, had the probably the dunk of the year, honestly, if you really want to talk about it. So if it wasn't for one or two missed opportunities, Phoenix has, you know, Phoenix had every opportunity to win this title. Now, Chris Paul probably cost them two games. With not saying that he didn't help contribute to victories, but he had timely, untimely turnovers. And that's uncharacteristic of him. He's the point guard, you know. He's the, the quarterback of the offense, so to speak. And he couldn't hold on to the ball. He's throwing passes away. He can't even dribble. He's losing this, he's losing the ball on the dribble. No one's even around him. So how bad is that shoulder injury? You know, how bad is the COVID? Is he, you know, is he all there mentally, physically? You know, so this always comes back to Chris Paul at every every given moment when he has the opportunity to choke, he will. And I'm not saying he choked, but he came up small in the big moments, and that's probably going to be it for him. Um, I told you this last week. This is something you, you a lot of things I, I, I can guess what you're saying, but I told you last week if Chris Paul lost his finals, the window was closed. Point blank, period. That's what I said. You said, Are you sure? I said, I'm positive they lose his windows closed. Now you're saying it's closed, but it's there if you go with LeBron. It's still a so chance. So let me ask you is if, if he, if what they, if what people are speculating is true that the Lakers go out and they acquire Chris Paul, I still don't think they want to check. So you don't think Paul, Bron, I think and Chris AD. Paul doesn't like again. It's an age thing when it comes to Paul and LeBron now. Both are gonna be 36, 37. Um, injuries are now catching up to LeBron. Father Tom's finally like, yo, bro, we let you, we let you live. We let we let you do your thing throughout the age of what 19. And now they're like, yo, these injuries gotta come eventually. And LeBron pays for his body, does a miraculous, wonderful job of making sure he stays healthy. But at times, things like this playoffs occur. Where look at this playoffs, the Suns had one of the perfect runs throughout this playoffs where unfortunately not one guys got hurt, uh, broken plays happened where you're looking at them just towards through the Lakers because at one point in time, the best player in the court was literally Andre Drummond because LeBron and AD were either out quarters or AD was out games. Then you go into the next series, Kawhi's gone. 
torn ACL that nobody wanted to talk about. Media weren't actually much questions on it. The Clippers weren't given much information on it. It was a partially torn ACL. Not, nothing was talked about. And they almost choked, as you said. They almost lost that, but Chris Paul had a fantastic game six where he stepped up, dropped one, I think, the highest points in game six history, and he did his thing. Bounced out his old Clippers team, and then he was in the finals. Or, the, the, uh, yeah, the finals. Did his thing. And you're just like, man, he just they're, they're going through the motions. So they, I kind of skipped over the whole Nugget series, but the Nugget series, you knew they were going to win that series. It was just Jokic. No offense to Michael Porter Jr., but you're not there yet. It was just Jokic. Aaron Gordon was reacclimating to a team that he's never really been a part of. They, they swept them easily. So then now you're in the finals where you have a shot. You go up 2 nothing, 2 nothing, And then after that, it was four straight losses where Chris Paul definitely folded game four and five. I think it was really game four for me that I'm going to have to hold him accountable to. Ten points you just can't do. Ten points wasn't enough. I think that was also the game where Booker just had, like, he, Booker had that crazy 40-point game, and they were so close to winning. It got blocked by... Giannis, it was such a great game, and then that was a game they I think could have won, and they just didn't get it done. Game six, though, Chris Paul was the best player in this, on the court. Game six for the Suns. Yeah, because the Suns had you know probably exhausted carrying him throughout this series. Well, I want Devin say Booker. Devin Booker. There's no reason that Devin Booker should score 40 points in multiple finals games and then lose. That's no reason. Facts. That's facts. No reason. Giannis should like Giannis scored fifty and they were winning. So again, that there's no sense. reason. There's no reason that DeAndre Ayton should be putting up double doubles. Well, again, Ayton fell off too. Let's, let's put a perspective. Ayton, Ayton in okay, game four, five, and six disappeared. Disappeared. Ayton didn't really disappear. You got Jay Crowder chucking up shots. And well, no, also Ayton was not, Ayton was no, 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 half. Hook why? Shots. why okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Why is Jay Crowder taking as many shots as Devin Booker? It's because he was open. They're leaving him open. That's that was the defense that the okay. Bucks running. Again, we we came. Obvious, but okay, he's not making these threes. Why? Where is the where is the attack the basket? Where is that at? I mean, that's not in Jay Carter's game. Where is, I just want to know where Mikel Bridges was too. We we I, I, that's what I'm saying. I don't want to put any of this on Chris Paul. Why is Frank Kaminsky out here trying to save the day? Was because Darosart tore his ACL in game I understand. One. I, no, no, it no. Hurts. I understand. I understand that point. But why does it have to come down to Frank Kaminsky? You know what I'm saying? I think they should have played Kaminsky two games earlier too, because he played. He came in in game six and played good basketball. He did. Let's be honest. He came in and played good basketball. He did his thing. He was a he was a he was a positive in the plus minus charts. He was actually playing culpable defense on switches. Like he he came in and did his thing. He was ready to go. I'm not mad at that. Honestly, wasn't mad at Chris Paul that game. It was just. Yeah, but it's one game out of six. One out of six where Chris Paul actually showed up. It's too little, too late, and that's the story of his career. And that's why I think the window's closed. He's like, again, you said you think the window's closed, but he might go to the Lakers, and I'm saying LeBron will get you to that ring. I'm saying LeBron can 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 carry him to a ring. Yeah, I think it's possible if he decides to take a pay cut with the Lakers. If that happens, if not, I think that really comes down to, and I think that's what we're really. This is what the fans know what we're saying. It comes down to what does Chris Paul want really more? He want a ring chase or he want to cut that bag? Because that's where he all comes down to. Now, do you want? If that he wanted to collect that bag, he would have. He would have opted in. Well, no, because he could still I'd opt in. If you, opt in you make the forty-four, but you could also, if if he opts out, he could potentially make more because you don't you don't know what's going to happen next season. Who the hell you, you is paying him more? More as in you take, let's say, a three-year with four, with forty-two million a year. Now you're guaranteed. You, Who the hell is paying him forty-two for the next three years? Dude, there would be teams that would – Chris Paul would probably make close to that. What if, team What team in their right mind is paying him? Um, you already said the Lakers, but I don't, they'll probably give him 
40. If, if he asked for it, they'd fight or find a way to get it. What money do they have? They I think the Mavs money. will be just leaving the Suns. The Mavs will give it to him. Why would the Mavs take the ball out of Luka's hands? It's not really taking the ball out of Luka's hands. They just need a defending kind of guy that can He also- can't defend. Chris Paul was the worst had defender. Him, they had him on P.J. Tucker. P.J. Tim and P.J. Tucker had the conversation in the corner. Come on, now. <laughs> conversation in the corner. Well, those are teams I'd be interested in getting Chris Paul. I think he just stays with the Suns. I don't, I don't know if he says something go back to the finals because, again, everything fell in a place for them this year. I don't know if that's going to happen again. Teams are getting better. That's what I mentioned in the last episode. Teams are only getting better, and Chris Paul is only getting older. We like that Devin Booker's young. We like that Eaton's young. And we, now they have that championship mentality, which you really want to, which you really want to see. Devin Booker mentioned in his press conference. He now knows what it's like to, to be in the championship in the final. He wants to have this mentality and have this energy as soon as the season starts. There's no lackadaisicalness. There's no... Oh, we, we, we play in a team, and this is his words. He said, we play a team like the Cavs. We're going to take a game off. No, he's going in. That was a shot at them, but it is what it is. You, you know what that team's about right now. They're not winning at this point in time. So he's like, no, every game we're playing as if we want to go back to the finals. I get that. It's just now a matter of will, do they really have what it takes to go back to a finals in a fully healthy league? And I don't, I don't know if they have the pieces right now to do that. Even if Chris Paul returns, I think other teams are getting better. I know Giannis took shots at the whole super team thing, but that's not going to stop it from happening. It's not going to stop other players from joining up with each other to make sure that they could potentially win a championship. So I think right now, as of today, or as of game six, Chris Paul's championship window is closed. This is not push a knock on his legacy. I still think he's a Hall of Fame point guard. I still think he's first ballot. I still think he's one of the best point guards to play the game. It's just, man, you would have really loved to see him win that ring. And it just didn't happen. Some people are happy that he didn't win the ring. Namely, that, people who uh, root for the Clippers. Oh, well, they, you know, Clippers fans, they don't, they, this is why they lose out the second semifinals every year. They know they hate. Conference finals this year, but you know, they know they hate. Uh, moving on, uh, NFL training camp is starting soon. Everyone's talking about Aaron Rodgers. Will he or won't he? Deshaun Watson, will he or won't he? Um, but the NFL has announced new COVID rules, restrictions, and protocols going forward. Um, you know, with the 17-game season, people are now, you know, you know, COVID's not over. You know, I want people to understand that. So with this push to still get people to be vaccinated and still get people to, to, to continue to um, – what's the word I'm looking for? Continue to get vaccinated and continue to move forward. The NFL has announced – that their rules on the new 17-game season are – one second. Have you to read it to you? I need to – I wanted to pull it up myself, but you can go ahead and read it if you have it. Okay, so the new policy drills are down in a scenario that never occurred in 2021. It says that a game is postponed by requirement of government authorities or medical experts or at the discretion of the commissioner because of ongoing health concerns of an outbreak. Mm-hmm. The we can't find a successful date to reschedule within the 18 framework of the regular season. The original postponement was caused by an outbreak among unvaccinated players of one team. Mm-hmm. This will cause for that team to succumb a forfeit will be called in 2021. So again, I guess it's just saying when the NFL, so it's within the five games of if, if there's a team that has a very high outbreak, they can't play. They're going to have to forfeit if they can't find a window within 18 week to reschedule the game, which, you know, last season, Chris, there were so many reschedules we were talking about within our problem. It was like, God, we, was like we, we were losing track of what People game. People were playing on Tuesday and all kinds of stuff. At 4 o'clock, we were like, what is going on? 
So Goodell also wrote down that there are more than 75% of NFL players that were at least partially vaccinated and more than half of the league teams have players vaccination rates above 50%. So that means the other half don't have players vaccinated above 80%. So again, it's, it's, it's now really comes to, as a player, do you want to be vaccinated? Do you not want to be vaccinated? The league saying we're not forcing you to, but again, a lot of players are feeling pressure to get vaccinated because of this new rule that's being in place where they're like, man, if let's say for instance, you're a team that could potentially get a playoff spot and multiple players in your team test positive for COVID, that's a forfeit. And that, and then, you know, for a fact, Chris, the fan base will be like, this is why you should have been vaccinated. And it won't even just be the fan base. It will also be the sports media journals. It'll also be the regular media. It'll also be potentially the coaches, the, the, your own teammates like that, that triple trickle effect can occur. And I don't know, I, I don't, I'm not discouraging the rule. I think the rule makes sense because you want these players to be healthy. You want to give them as much knowledge, information they can about what the vaccine does. Wrong, like, wrong, I mean, wrong. That's wrong. what you're hoping. That's what, so you, again, that, again, that, that, that are you, are you doing PR for, for the NFL? No, no, no. I'm tell doing the truth. for what I'm hoping the players want out of this. Tell, the players the want all the information they want. Tell the truth. No, NFL's pushing these, NFL's pushing these rules because y'all not going to cost us any games this year. We want the money. Now, and as a player, now, I, I don't want to be vaccinated unless I know all the information. Now, that's as a, a player in a league. Come on now, in a league where you sign up to have what seventeen car crashes a year, you worried about a vaccine? Yeah, again, you, it's really weird what's going on. A vaccine was which has last time I checked ninety six percent efficacy. Really? Really? No. Again, you see the argument from NFL players, Cole Beasley. Uh, I think Jalen Ramsey tweeted today that you can still test positive if you have the vaccine. It doesn't mean that you're immune to it. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins came out today saying that he's questioning his NFL future over the vaccine issue. I don't know if that means he's retiring, but he, his actual statement on I Twitter. Want, was, I, I, want people, I want people to really understand the the like people are so. Like I don't, I don't know. They're fixated, fixated on one thing. Like they don't understand what's going on. <laughs> but I want to. The vaccine does not mean that you cannot get COVID. The vaccine does not mean that you're immune to COVID. It just means that if you have, if you contract COVID for for whatever reason, you may not get as much severity from your symptoms as if you are unvaccinated. Okay. People think this this. This vaccine is an end-all, be-all, cure-all, whatever. Not realizing people have been vaccinated for things for forever, for generations. You can't go to public school in this country without being vaccinated from chicken pox and, and all these other things. They have commercials right now for people to get uh, HPV vaccines to help prevent cervical cancer down the line. Don't act like this is something new, okay? Because everyone gets on social media and they want to be conspiracy theorists, and they think they know everything. Shut <laughs> up. Conspiracy shut theory. up. Just shut up. Either get it or don't. But if you don't get it, don't sit up here and try to convince people not to get it. Like, either you like make your own decisions. You take the consequences. And if you don't want the consequences, don't, don't play. Retire. Retire. Because you still cashing them game checks every week. And you still riding around. Oh, yeah, I play in the, I play in the league. Yeah, either get the vaccine or shut up. That's it. It's really shut up. Again, Chris is not making a bad point. It's not not wrong. Like, Chris, you're vaccinated, right? Yes. 
I'm vaccinated. I don't, I didn't feel any symptoms when I took the vaccine. Again, that's another plight that a lot of people are worried about because they do, when you get vaccinated, they're saying that you do feel sick and everything like that. But no, um, again, this is, you're your own person. Like, Chris is not telling you, go get vaccinated. He's not telling NFL players, go do it. He's like, in the day. No, I'm not. I'm telling everybody to shut up about it. Yeah, like, either do it or it, don't. Either do it or don't. I like, don't care, like, but and shut now up. When you're in the NFL, if you don't do it, just know that this is now you have to worry about your team and your teammates and stuff like that. Like when the, the tweet that I was just mentioned earlier about DeAndre Hawkins, he said, never thought I would say this, but being put in a position to hurt my team because I don't want to partake in the vaccines making me question my future in the NFL. Um, well, dude, I mean, unfortunately, I, I have to say this because DeAndre Hawkins, Chris, we both know one of the best wide receivers in the league, star studded. If he doesn't play this season or if he decides to retire, there'll be another star wide receiver up and coming soon. Unfortunately, supply and demand. Somebody's going to want to take a spot. This might not be the way they wanted to take a spot. They might want to compete with him. They might want to be, hey, I don't want to say I'm better than you, but that's just how the cookie crumbles in the NFL. Chris just mentioned it like literally two minutes ago. It's about the money. The NFL is about the money. They're not going to succumb to missing any more games or losing any more revenue because of trying to schedule a game on a Wednesday at three in the afternoon because of uh positive COVID test. They're not doing that this year. They're like, no, we're not. It's, it's not, it's null and void. We're not, clap. They're, they're like, we're going to shake our hands on it and be like, hey, it's over. So it, it really comes down to, do you want to be vaccinated? Do you not want to be vaccinated? How well do you want to play? Um, Right now, I think the NFL is doing, they have new rules in place when it comes to the training camp, when it comes to how protocols are going to be set up for daily testing, mask wearing, travel restrictions, et cetera, et cetera. Especially if you get put into the, severe protocols if you're unvaccinated but at this point the season's not that far away um players have training camp next week we'll see how it goes we'll see how if this rule really would be as big as it's now trying to be put on twitter because that's really what chris you know where this really why this has been such a huge controversy because twitter Twitter is Twitter is the ultimate cesspool of the internet. Like, I mean, you know, I Twitter love it. The biggest clickbait I, we've ever I love seen. It. I love, I love internet. I love Twitter. <laughs> but there is some people on Twitter who don't need to be like they're not fit for human life. Like there's some people on there who are just like you just be looking at them and just be like, mm, mm, this is the tweet. This, this is the tweet you put out. It. This, this the thoughts. This the thoughts that run through your head, huh? <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I think Twitter's kind of blown us out of proportion right now as. A lot of things happen. So. I mean, that is Twitter. Again, Chris, you're, you're going to, I think we're going to get into the next topic, but speaking of Twitter, you, you see what's happened with Coach Prime. That's the name, Coach Prime. Coach Prime. It's not yes. Dion. Not it's Coach not, Sanders. Not, no, no, no. It can be Coach Sanders. Uh, better call I, think, Coach. I think he said he preferred Coach Prime. That's, that's what just, he prefers. We put it on Twitter. Don't take Coach Sanders, but don't call him Dion. Do not call him Dion because Coach Dion Sanders. Former Pro Bowler, former All Pro, former Major Leaguer, Coach Deion Sanders, uh, had a press conference on, via Zoom. Or I'm sorry, he was taking questions at a press conference. The reporters were on Zoom, and the reporter called him Deion. Went to ask him a question. Hey, Deion. And he said, Well, you don't call Nick Saban, Nick. Don't call me Deion. Call me Coach. Call me Coach Sanders, Coach Prime, whatever. And then the reporter called him, you know, tried to argue back and called him Dion. And he got up and he walked out. So, Jared, talk to me about 
a little bit about what's what's going on there uh, with Coach Deion Sanders. I don't know. I get it. I get not. I mean, I got what he was saying about wanting wanting to as a new head coach, he wants to instill what he wants to be called. I think the arguments that him bringing in the Nick Saban thing, I was like, nah, that like we I've heard. Nick Saban get called Nick by plenty of reporters, male or female, it doesn't matter. They heard them call him Saban, heard them call him Nick, heard them call him whatever nickname under the sun. Like just, just how he he's cool with it. Again, it's a repertoire thing. But for um, yeah, Sanders, I, I understand. I understand why he wants to be called. He wants the the etiquette, the respect to be there. Like yo, I just want you to call me this because it's about football, football only. We're not here to become best friends. We're not really family. He's he's even said it in multiple press before that when I play. When my son comes to talk to me, it's coach. It's not dad. It's not anything. It's, it's coach. And this is how he wants it to be done. So I got that part. I think the Nick Saban comparison was kind of off-putting because a lot of people took that as him comparing himself to Nick Saban. When in reality, really not. He's just saying he wanted the respect that's given to Nick Saban. He wanted that same respect when, again, yeah. that's where it's born out of proportion because Nick Saban's multi-champion. Like, but you got so, so me and you both play football. You call coaches – Coach. coach, yeah. So, so I, I, again, I also now that I've done the journalism thing, I, I might call them by their first name. Like it's just how it is. But would you it's, still? But would it, would you? It. But would if you if you Jared, you're a journalist, published published journalist, by the way. Oh, thank you for that. You're at a press conference, and a coach. You know, a coach prefers to be called coach. Would you like? Are you want to? You want to sit there? After he just asked you to call him coach. Right. See, now that's the thing. Once he said that, once he said what he preferred to be called, that that I was gonna get right to that. That journalist, he he yeah, he gave the I don't care attitude. We called a Dion against it. Okay, Dion. No, that was disrespectful. And that's that. That's not what you should take. I wouldn't have taken that. Once he had told me, "Yo, I want to be called coach," I'm calling him coach because that's the sign of respect that he deserves as a man that's asking me what he preferred to be called. It's like, one thing. It. It's one thing if you know the person, you're familiar with them. Yeah, and, like like they call Pop Doc. You know, uh, whoever they had, they got a video of Kirby, uh, Kirby Smart at Georgia, Kirby, Nick Saban, they call him Nick, whatever. But you build that familiarity. Yeah, he like probably wasn't that familiar with, with Coach Saban. Like that was he, that was first time doing an interview with this guy, and he called him Dion. He said, "Yo, don't call me Dion, call me Coach Prime." And the guy took that out of proportion, saying, "I call it Nick Saban, Nick, and now I'm gonna call you Dion." No, why? Why do this back and forth when he asked you? And he might not have asked you in the most polite way because he was be petty. upset. To but be petty. That's the thing. that That's my whole taste. Like, why, why does that? Sure. Why did you get that Aren't all you journalists petty? Nah. I don't know about petty. Well, I'm not that petty. I got respect. You know, I'm raised from a single black mother. I got respect. What you asked me to call you, say, I'm calling you that from the rip. So, like, that's that's the thing, though, is where that guy, sense of entitlement, you you saw. If, you, if people that watched the video, is that self-entitlement that he had where he had that, Attitude is like I don't care. I'm gonna call you Dion again because that's what I do to all and to all other coaches. And it's like I've never had this issue before. But why? 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 why where did this privilege come from? Like you're supposed to be interviewing the coach. He's not interviewing you. If he asked you to call him something, then call him that. It's not that hard. I think this was getting blown out of proportion again. Christian was blown out of proportion. What's that? Twitter, because you got both sides of the media world where one side is with. Deion Sanders, the other side is kind of with, is now kind of with the reporter. Because the reporter said he came out with his own little uh, press thing where he was like, or he, a reporter asked him what happened. He said, I've, I've done multiple interviews with coach where I call them by their first name because I'm not, they're not my coach, et cetera, et cetera, which, okay, I get that. 
I get all that. Yeah, yeah. but so so like so the argument. So Shaka Tony put a, a comment on Instagram, which I saw. It's a respect thing. I you know he called. I still if I ran into my coaches. Call him coach. I still call him coach. Call him coach. I don't even think and I know I, his man first hand, to be honest. So call him coach. I don't yeah, I, I, would, I would probably, like, it, it's just habit at that point, you know? But it's like, if you're a, a, a general in the Army, you refer to somebody by title, you know? If you're, pre, you know, President Biden, President Obama, President Clinton, President Bush, President Trump, like, whatever, you give somebody their title, you know what I'm saying? So I think that's what all deep coach Sanders was talking about. He just wanted his title. So I, I, I don't listen. I don't blame. And, it's it's another, and, and, and honestly, on the back end, you know how people say no, all press is good press. Hey, people talking about Jackson State, right? They, they're comparing that to Alabama because he compared to himself to Nick Saban. Like I'm, that's like the greatest PR you've ever asked for. Like, like these, these HBCUs are starting to get some traction again like, in the mainstream media. But I love it. under his belt, and now they're like, yo, we got to see more from away. We, we're going to have to watch the games. We're going to have to see how this defensive-minded coach is going to do with the offense. Like, this is the clickbait you need if you're, if you're Deion Sanders. This is the clickbait you want. This is how you get more traction to your program, to your school, because your name just can't do it alone. You got to have all these other things, and this was it. And again, is I'm not. I, I think this is the most pettiest thing we've seen so far. It's not going to be the last pettiest thing we're going to see throughout the football season. I wasn't mad. I was loving it because I'm like, yo, let's, let's get it. Like this is it. So again, I think for me personally, it was just that sign of disrespect from the reporter that he just like, okay, Dion, like, what? Why do that? That was the only thing I just didn't like from the whole interaction. Then, then wasn't it really have a problem with what Dion said? When he told, where he replied and said, "Yo, I called Nick, Nick." That type of thing. I didn't have a problem with him saying that because he was letting Dion know, "Hey, listen, I've called coaches by their first names." But then that last point at the end, where he was like, "Yo, just call me Coach Prime," and he did that. That's when I'm like, "All right, see, now you're just being disrespectful. We don't need that. That's not that's not what we need." When I'm trying to hear about a team and learn more information about it from the coach's perspective. I understand. So, with that being said, we got our CP3 slander out the way. You got your sympathy on the other way. I, 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 did, I, did it for, I did it for my guy. I did it for my guy. <laughs> I was asked before we started recording, can we get an extra dose of CP3 slander? And I said, I got you. I guess I did enough. Just we got to make sure we reiterate for us, the window's closed. For me, the window is cracked only if you go to LA. Only if we go to the Lakers. The window's closed for me. Only if. Yeah. Window's closed. Because, because hold on, hold on. Think about it. Think about it. Think about it. It fulfills. The destiny. He ends up at, with the Lakers. He ends up winning a title with the Lakers after the league rejected the trade. Oh, you see, look at you. Look at you sense. with the story. Look at you with the quick base story. Starting to make sense a little bit. Man. Nah. Bleach, Bleach Report, holler at me. I <laughs> nah. my account information. You know, I, I can, no, boom, man. I'm, boom, I'm boom, think, I think Chris Paul, first, uh, first ballot Hall of Famer, did his thing. Either go get your bag. If you want to go chase the ring, go chase it. But I still go chase that ring. Still think the window's closed. So um, thank you everyone for listening to Straight to the Point. Another great episode in the books. Make sure you follow Straight to the Point on all your favorite socials. That's at STTP Podcast. Make sure you follow me at underscore Chris Cross. Follow me at underscore J-Dub Hughes. Definitely follow the podcast. We are 10 followers away from 600 at 590. Please get us to 600. What's the goal again, Chris? I, I keep forgetting. Thousand. 
A thousand. A thousand. Help us get to a thousand followers. We're trying to get this kind out for you guys. Talk to us. Engage with us. Share with a friend. Do everything. Let us know what you want us, want us to talk about. Let us know what you want to hear. Make sure you check out Jared's new articles on the Sixers Six Sense website. Make sure you check that out. Leave a comment. Leave a review. Repost it. Tag them. All that good stuff. Yeah, man. You know, Chris doesn't like talking about the Sixers on the podcast until the season starts. I got to talk about them somewhere. I do not want to hear anything about that team. It should have been their title. <laughs> I hate Ben Simmons. I thought you wasn't using his name. I hate that Australian. <laughs> Man, make sure you tell somebody you love him. Tell Ben Simmons, get to the gym. <laughs> <laughs>